Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary. Hey, patrons, uh, patrons, thank you, my patron peeps. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, feelings, you know, emotions bubbling up, uh, physical sensations of any sort, uh, change, you know, changes in your schedule, your routine. Maybe your routine is is not not routine. You know, you say uh, I work a second or a third shift. Or you just changed shifts. Whatever it is, uh, it could be something inside. It could be out, out, you know, inside, outside, or on your inside. Uh, or it could be a person sleeping next to you so soundly. Oh, how how you snore and sleep so soundly. Well, you know what? I'm here for you too. And they're they're here. You know, they're doing. You know, give them a little. Uh, go ahead, tuck them in. Uh, you know, what would I do is I pretend that my pillows snore sometimes. Uh, here's, I think I've admitted this on the podcast before I have, I kissed, you know, I've kissed my pillows, you know, you know, in a, in a, not a, what's the one, not an amorous kiss. Hold on. I've never, I did. I don't think I've necked a pillow, but like, I've never not had, oh, heavy petting or necking, just a kiss. Uh, so if you, if you're comfortable, kiss your pillow. Let me, before I lose the new listeners, let me check it. Hey, if you're new, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. What I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to try to create a safe place that's a little bit silly. And the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, superfluous tangents. Go. I'm going to go on or off topic. Uh, I'm going to keep you company. And what was it? I think that's it. I'm going to send my voice across. Oh, the podcast doesn't work for everybody. Don't try to make too much sense of it. Or, you know, even decide if you, you, you know, seriously, this is, it's my job to earn your trust and to put you to sleep or to be your companion here. So, you don't, you could stay neutral about me. I'm not in a hurry. Uh, you, you know, you say, well, I'm not sure about these creaky dulcet tones. I'm not sure about these pointless meanders. Yeah, just go ahead and you can let me kind of be some background noise. But uh, here's the things about the show. I'm glad you're here. I really, really do appreciate you checking this show out and giving me some of your time. And while it doesn't work for everybody, I hope it works for you. Because the reason I make this show is I believe you deserve a good night's sleep. And I've been there, uh, unable to sleep and, you know, tossing and turning. So I know how it feels. I might not know exactly what you're going through, but I know how it feels there. That's why I call it the deep, dark night. You know, we probably don't have to elaborate. Uh, but if you're new, a couple things. Here's structurally how this podcast works. To start off with business, that's how we keep the show going and free. Uh, then we have an intro. The intros are like, uh, this is a little bit counterintuitive. The intros are about 12 minutes long. It's a monologue that's going to put some portion of the listeners to sleep. Uh, a small percentage of listeners, they listen to the business and then they skip the intro. 
And then a large portion of people who listen to the intro is kind of a wind down. So it's like instead of being a concise summary of the podcast, uh, it's a 12-minute uh, 12 12-minute 12 version of the podcast in miniature in some way. A podcast within a podcast. Uh, holy, I, I just, okay, let's just drive right around my M.C. Escher brain. You know, that was one of my favorite, I think I've, it's, it's been a while since we've made some M.C. Escher jokes. Uh, let's see, favorite MCs, M.C. Wren, M.C. Asher. Uh, like, I think it, those are maybe, let's see, uh, Young M.C. Was there, was there an M.C. Young? Which one of the Beastie Boys was MC? There was MCA, but that was like all letters together, not just MCA. Okay, let me see. Let me, let me, I'll get back. I don't think I'll get back to the MCs. I should be the MCs of Z, I'm the MC of Z's. Uh, uh, ba boom. I just thought of that, but that's my job is to, to uh, but right now my job is to introduce a new listener. So, so the intro. There you go. That was a little bit of a miniature pointless tangent in the intro where I try to explain what the podcast is, but it takes me 10 minutes. Uh, but it's kind of supposed to uh, as I tuck you in. But if you're new, take some adjustment. But just check it out. I'm, I'm, your, I'm your boyfriend. I'm here to help. Uh, so that's the intro. Then tonight it'll be our ongoing episodically modular serial series. Heavy on the episodic uh, uh, modular content, uh, the Stan Chronicles, uh, about a freestyle soda machine uh, who commands a spaceship. And but they mostly spend most of their time on the ship in a cloud of delusion, you know, because it's a sleep podcast. So that'll be the bedtime story. In between the intro and the stories, a little bit more business. Uh, so that's the structure of the show. A couple other things you you, need, you might need to know. You don't need to listen to me. You may have figured that out already. Is the MC of Z's? Isn't MC like I guess I like I can really take that term like a duality of the hip hop MC and then like a more uh, well I guess there's like they call it the ring. What do they call it in the the ring ring bear or something at a circus? Uh, I know it's not a ring bear, but uh, but then I was thinking of a Gilded Age MC. But generally, any ceremonies, there's usually an MC. I'd say, well, if I'm having any ceremonies, I'd prefer it to be like a more of a, a FC, friend of ceremonies, or something. Ceremony buddy, ceremony, CB, ceremony buddy. I'd say, I don't know if I like. I don't know if I could fit the role of an MC if it, as long as it's just MC. But I really haven't mastered very many things. Seriously, I still have trouble tying my shoes. So, and I think that's maybe something that connects a lot of us. You say, well, how the heck you, I mean, tying my shoes, if, what, twice a day? You know, depending on if you got some slip-ons or something. But uh been tying my shoe for, for as long as I've been, you know, from whatever age I learned. 26. And uh, since then, I've been tying them, mostly. And they still, you say, Hey, what the heck? How'd you, how'd you come up? Like that happened to me this week. I don't mean to go off topic, but it gets cause it's on my mind. I don't want this to sound like, you know, I'm just making this stuff up. Uh, I had one of those pesky shoe, shoe days where my shoe just kept becoming untied. 
you know, I want to say it was like went on for like three or four days where I said, what in the heck did you get, did I, did I get some sort of like a oil on my lace or it, like, a, so that's what I'm saying when it comes to mastery, it's, it's, it still perplexes me. I said, okay, okay. I've tied the shoe the exact, I got the method down. Uh, you know, even the muscle memory should be in there, but then this thing, it just say, like literally I would tie it and then I'd go out the door and be like, what in the heck? Uh, and they tie it again. Maybe, maybe our shoes, practical jokers. Does anyone, does anyone have an answer for that? Not yet. Nothing in my brain does. Uh, I thought I had a topic I was going to talk about, uh, but, uh, MC. So I'm the MC of Z's and what is my job? Instead of uh, go off topic, uh, I guess I'm more, what would be the word if you're not, you're the amateur of ceremonies, a ceremony of amateurs, if that will be, okay, let's put that down in my autobiography column. I think that would be, that could be like a, I don't know if that, should that be a chapter in my autobiography? A ceremony of amateurs, the bots within my brain, the story of the bots within my brain. It's about my brain bots. I think, but they're not amateurs, they're pros. They say, hey. Remember that uh, incident back in with the orange juice? Uh, and I say, okay, how do you have a crystal clear memory? And, uh, I, okay, anyway, I got to get back to the intro. So you don't need to listen to me. That's one of the things I was saying. I'm just here to keep you company, which you're also under no pressure to fall asleep. The reason the shows are an hour or so is to give you plenty of time to fall asleep at your leisure. Like, uh, there's listeners that don't sleep, and I'm here to the very end for them. But I'm also here to the very end for you, uh, so that you can fall asleep whenever you want. The reason I make the shows complete, and I make a bedtime story, uh, is so that you don't need to listen to it. I guess it's it's kind of paradoxical. You know, but if I wasn't spinning paradoxes, I wouldn't be the MC of Z's. MCZ. I guess that could be it, but that sounds a little bit too... The MCZ's tour sponsored by Zippers uh, X or XYZ. Was that the Cor- Zipper Corporation? I think I did a podcast about that. Uh, but so you don't need to fall. There's no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here to keep you company. And you drift, just drift off. Let me slowly drift into the background here. I'm here to just be your friend, your boar friend in the deep dark night. And as the MC of Z's, uh, I'll be. I'll be, I'll be trying to talk about one thing. Then I'll notice my brain says, hey, what about this? Uh, then I'll tem- attempt to, to address that. Then I'll forget what I was originally talking about. Then I'll think of some witty point about what I was talking about earlier. And I'll try to go back to that. Uh, and uh, what's well, not? who is this? But the thing is with the circus, it's the person in the top hat. The big tenter? No. I know people at home are like scoots. It's the uh, it's not, it's not the ringleader. There probably is someone. Every circus has had a ring ringleader. Uh, it's it's uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, the the top hat, the person in the top hat, and they say, well, you know, that's the who welcomes you to the circus. I've done episodes about the circus before. And I even had two characters that were running this Purple People Circus, is what it was called. And not, no, ring, it's not Ringmaster and it's not Ringleader. 
It's the key, you know, Rick, that was the key master was Rick. One of the great roles was played by Rick Moranis. I think Rick Moranis was looking for the key master in one of those movies that one of those Rick Moranis films with uh, other, other people in it that were also equally famous. Where am I? Well, here's the thing. Did I take your mind off? What was keeping you awake? Uh, I'm glad you're here. This is a podcast to put you to sleep, uh, to keep you company uh, during the day or the night, whenever you need a little distraction, a little uh, back, friendly background noise. Uh, you know, a ca- what about a cavalcade of amateurs? That's how my brain. That's how my brain usually feels. Uh, that could be. I could have a circus if I could like uh, subdivide myself into the things I do in an amateur way. I could have that could be my show, the, a cavalcade of amateurs. First up, uh, the, the person the person that introduces the show, the ring bearer. Hey everybody, I'm Scoots. I'm the ring bearer here. I'm in the middle of explaining what a podcast is, and now I'm going to explain to you. What awaits you in this cavalcade of amateurs? Uh, but we don't, I don't actually have. So, so anyway, let, let me just uh, interrupt myself there. I, I'm here to help. Uh, I've been there. And uh, I don't know. I, I always think about uh, when I can't, can't sleep and I'm baffled and I'm frustrated. Uh, I, I, I like to think that this podcast can help the people it can. Now, most of the people I regularly listen say it takes a few tries. So if you're new, give it a few tries, see how it goes. You know, no, no, I don't know. I don't know that there's a downside uh, because I'm here to help. So give a few tries. I appreciate you checking the show out. And I really yearn and strive to help you fall asleep. So thanks again for coming by. And here's a couple of ways we keep the show going. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Stan Chronicles, uh, Nuns in Space, our ongoing uh, episodically modular serial series. Uh, the tale of a freestyle soda machine and commander of a salvage ship, Kelly uh, Drogo, and his best friend and uh, assistant, I guess, a Scooter, and their adventures in space in a cl- in a cloud in space, uh, just out of actually. Not in deep outer space, more in like a a space around Earth, uh, just outside of Earth's gravity. Uh, and actually, they're just, let me just let me see. I'll give you the details. Uh, once upon a time, there was a freestyle soda machine, and due to I don't want to give Stan's backstory, but due to advancements in technology, this soda machine eventually became Stan, uh, the freestyle soda machine who I just mentioned is now in command of a ship. And at some point before Stan was in command of a ship, Stan worked with, became friends with Scooter, who lived on a planet called Earth, much like the planet you live on. In fact, it may be the same place, depending on where you're listening to it. But again, as many of you know, all galaxies deserve a good night's sleep. Uh, so, uh, you know... Shout out to Frank in 12 Galaxies, by the way. I saw him uh, the other day walking. Uh, but so, uh, like, uh, Scooter lived on Earth, uh, much like the Earth you live on. Same thing, uh, just a little bit in the future, maybe. And at some point, Earth was exposed to outer space, meaning, like, I don't know the meaning because I wasn't there, but, uh, like, the outer space either noticed Earth or decided Earth was ready for outer space. 
And they said, hey, Earth, uh, oh, we found you. Or, wow, we'd like to introduce you to the greater uh, outer space community. You know, we got galaxies, we got beings, we got kindness, we got nice stuff. Uh, we're all enjoying one another, and we want you to become a part of this uh, great community we got going. And we also have all these technologies. We also haven't visited Earth. Well, maybe some people have, but it, like, uh, so we want to check out Earth. So what are your what are your things you like to do? What are the things you like to get? Oh, these are nice things. Waterfalls. Believe it or not, we don't get, you know, I'm not saying this is an example. We don't have waterfalls on any other planets or harmonicas or what are those kazoos? They say, whoa, that's just a, that's just a tissue paper in there. Holy cow, that's amazing. And they said, well, let's bring some of those to our planet and, you know, let's just share and get to know one another. And it was all great. Just like in all the movies and the books, uh, the great parts. And of course, it wasn't all, all perfect. You know, there was, you know, not, but there wasn't any ma major drama. It was mostly drama free, friendshipful, drama free. Uh, but at some point, like, so everything was going good. Now, for a small percentage of people, they said, Ooh, I don't know, this doesn't align with uh, how I viewed the world or how, you know, this isn't, this is out of alignment and I'm having trouble adjusting. But for the most part, people on Earth said, we shrugged their shoulders. They said, uh, I could still chew gum and walk at the same time. Or some people said, I, I can't do that still. Uh, space or no outer space. Uh, so it was going great. But then suddenly Earth was separated from uh, outer space by a cloud of delusion. And we still don't know why, but this was a nearly impenetrable cloud of delusion, meaning everyone in outer space trying to get to Earth couldn't get there, and everyone on Earth was trying to get to outer space couldn't get there. And they threw all sorts of resources at it, trying to get through this cloud, which was like a thick, thick fog. But when you went into it, you became delusional, meaning you couldn't find, you got mixed up, or computers didn't work, everything. And they couldn't get through it. And eventually, though, they found a small sliver of the Earth's population that was just delusional enough that they could navigate the cloud of delusion with a lot of work. And those people didn't become exactly heroes, but they did be, get jobs as harbor pilots, uh, taking spaceships from Earth. Well, actually, a spaceship in Earth's, uh, you know, just in Earth's gravity, outer atmosphere, through the cloud of delusion into the other side, like a harbor pilot. And uh, Scooter was one of those people, and Stan was Scooter's right-hand uh, buddy. Uh, and then eventually what happened was one time Scooter and Stan were out on a mission with the nuns from Scooter's childhood. They got caught up, uh, and then they had another, they had a series of adventures, season one of Nuns in Space. Uh, it came out in the early 400s of this podcast. Uh, and in, in season two, they've just been kind of stuck in the cloud of delusion, trying to find their way out, trying to unlock the secrets of the cloud of delusion, mostly by Scooter coaching Stan uh, through the uh, artist's way and the artist's journey by Julia Cameron and unlocking Stan's artistic potential in order, I guess, to see outside-the-box solutions to the cloud of delusion. It's been nine weeks, and uh, so far they're still in the cloud of delusion, but they're trying to find their way out. And, uh, the, you know, the adventures are mild, uh, but they do have a ship of people, 
uh, they have a, a summer camp theme because they have so many people on board because they've been searching the cloud and bringing on people from other ships that are stuck because the salvage ship's really big to hold all the salvage stuff and, you know, be salvaging and all that. And I think that's it. And now we have a special uh, guest from Hollywood to uh, set up the show. I think the ladies, the gentlemen, the boys, the girls, the friends behind the binary. It's time uh, for another episode of Nuns in a Space. Uh, Mr. Antonio Banderas, everybody. Uh, thank you, my friend. You got a you you here on it like a you you on another press junket or you got time to play Munchkin? I've been waiting uh, to play Munchkin with you, my friend. Oh, uh, great! Uh, uh, so can you sit in my kitchen and not move for about uh, an hour and fifteen minutes? Uh, maybe sip water quietly, like really quietly, no sucking uh, or slurping. Whatever you do in there, I can hear you. Oh, my friend, uh, I, I didn't know I drank water so loudly. Okay, and don't turn the faucet. Like, get the, get the water within the, you know, give me a heads up before you turn on the faucet, okay? But otherwise, make yourself at home uh, silently and still. Oh, my friend, I'm looking forward to playing uh, Munchkin with you later. Uh, thanks. Thanks, that's Antonio Banderas. This is Nuns in Space, the Stan Chronicles, everybody. Thanks. Pen pal, it's me, Stan. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, good moves, pen pal. Uh, good to catch up with you. Sorry it's been a little while, pen pal. I've been super busy. So I wanted to catch up with you and let you know what's been happening. Uh, and not too much, nothing exciting, pen pal. Otherwise, Scooter, I would have updated you. Uh, so current news, current updates. This is pen pal. We're now friends with Spudgy the Whale, which I'm not sure if I told you that in our last one. And Spudgy's treat-motivated pen pal, just like a puppy, kind of, or a dog, a well-trained dog. Uh, and Spudgy's been helping us a lot, uh, find other ships, and we'll go around space. And, like, uh, but Spudgy, we still don't totally under—I'll get to that in a minute, pen pal. And the campers, Spudgy's kind of become our camp mascot here. And so, but I don't have any super updates other than that. We're friends with Spudgy, Spudgy Street Motivated. I haven't been doing my morning pages, Pen Pal. That's what I, that's why I'm already sounding a little, uh, because just because I've been super busy, though, not because I didn't, don't want to do it. And I haven't been doing my artist journey. Uh, so also uh but i have been doing a lot of activity pen pal i've been trying to get to know my body not like that like scooter would joke uh, but i mean my i've been exercising pen pal and learning a lot about physical activity i did spend a lot of energy trying to understand how spudgy navigates the cloud and processes all the uh, salvaging that spudgy processes but it was still kind of a mystery pen pal I think Spudgy can kind of smell, detect things in space, but we still don't understand how Spudgy navigates the cloud of delusion. And we found a couple more ships, but now that Spudgy's treat motivated, it helps us. It, 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 we're still learning. No one's ever, uh, 
trained a space whale, and Scooter keeps saying, you know, stand, any of Spudgy's issues, as Caesar Milan would say, stand, are coming from your own uh, internal things you need to deal with because you're not doing your morning pages. Uh, so I'm here, and I, I other thing, Pen Pal, is Scooter's on his way here. I haven't uh, prepped week 10. And so I'm, I'm going to try to run through my pen pal. Before Scooter gets here, maybe we should go through this. Like, here's what a Scooter, Scooter left me notes. Week 10 is about fear and blocks, uh, uh, things that take you away from, you know, like uh, uh, XES backwards of, of pen pal and other uh, things that, uh, like food, work, uh, drinks and stuff uh, that take you away from your artistic work that you use to escape. Uh, Scooter also wrote here, can we ride out the anxiety, use it as fuel? Uh, Work versus artist date is work. Workism, work, you know, work, work things, pen pal, is a block. It's not work. Scooter also underlined this, zestful work. A work checklist, uh, bottom line, morning pages. You got to keep going through the doubt, pen pal. Well, I, I'm not doubting my morning pages, pen pal. I'm just doubting their effectiveness when I'm trying to get to know being exercise and working to try to solve these issues, understanding how spudgy works. And let's see what else. Scooter morning pages are lifeline. Uh, the trail to our home to ourselves. Uh, follow the path, and it'll lead you out of the cloud. Uh, here's some assignments. I didn't do any of these, Ben Pal. Uh, send yourself a letter uh, to counter fame. Cuddle, 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 cuddle to drain fame. Can't read Scooter's writing, Ben Pal. Small loving actions. I can read that. Uh, showing up for work is. Uh, the win that matters, a pen pal. Okay, here's some other assignments I was supposed to have done before Scooter gets here, and even I don't, because he's involved in physical things, pen pal. Uh, the seven things, make seven strips uh, and write down these things to drink, uh, uh, taking it by mouth, uh, SXX, you know that word, pen pal, work, money, food, family, and friends. Uh, and make the then pick one at random, uh, then find the ways that it may have had a negative impact on on your pen pal, on me. I was supposed to do this. Uh, it is uh, hard. Something. It's resistance. And you're supposed to do it at seven times, pen pal. But put, put the paper back every time. And every time I've gotten, oh, okay, here's another one. Here's more notes, Ben Pal. Touchstones, a list of things you have, love, happiness. I wonder what Scooter's going to make me. Uh, touchstones, uh, uh, things, uh, foods, smells, places. It's supposed to keep a thing of those uh, to, close by. Awful truth. Uh, what gets in the way of your creativity? Question mark. You put, uh, what are you going to do about it? This is what he's going to lead with, Pen Pal. What is the payoff of holding on to it? Uh, and then bottom line, Pen Pal, start with the five most uh, challenging behaviors. Oh, here it comes, Pen Pal. 
Hey, 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 Stan, are you ready to uh, get to work this week? We get back on the art, 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 artistry train, train, Stan. Scooter, Scooter, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm nearly ready to go, Scooter. Kind of. All right, Stan. So, did you think about uh, drinking or other things like that? Other uh, numbing or anesthetizing things, Scooter? I, no, I haven't tried those. Not yet. And Stan, what about the kissy kissy? Uh, XES scooter? No, not even, not yet, scooter. Not even, I'm getting the, the scooter. No. Uh, what about work, Stan? Uh, scooter? No, yet, no, yet, scooter. Okay, Stan, maybe you're denying things. Okay, that's good. I'll, I'll note that. Uh, money, Stan. The scooter is, you know, the laws around uh, uh, being like, like Okay, Stan, you're right. It is challenging uh, with credits and Android. Okay, what about uh, food, Stan? Scooter, no. I don't know. Stan, here's the thing. It's a good question. Can a machine be intoxicated? Uh, Scooter, I don't think I can. I mean, we could create an intoxication. I mean, we could simulate it, Scooter. But I don't know if a simulation is the same thing. Okay, Stan, what about, like, uh... A runner's high. You know what a runner's high is, Stan? A scooter. Uh, I might. I might. Is it like a spike in energy scooter? Yeah, there is a spike in energy. Does every piece of your being feel uh, energized, scooter? Uh, Stan, it does. A scooter, does it take place and continue even after you've stopped running for a long time? Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, scooter, is it? Uh, does it make you feel oh so good, and you want it again and again and again? Uh, a bit, Stan. Um, okay, let's move on to touchstones. I don't know if you read it. What are some things you love, Stan? A uh, scooter. I love running. I like. I've like started working out. I don't know if you've noticed, but I've enjoying that. A uh, scooter. I've enjoying jumping, and I'd like to get a trampoline so I could jump some more. Uh, I think that'd be good for camp. Uh, Okay, Stan. Well, okay. Let's. Uh, what's gotten in the way of you understanding Spudgy? A scooter. It's not understandable. Okay. What's what else has gotten in the way? A scooter. Probably my running and working out. I've been doing it a lot. Uh, what are you gonna do about it, Stan? A scooter. I quit running. I guess. Uh, no, I won't do a scooter. No, no, no. A scooter. Oh, this is weighing heavy on me, scooter. I'm I'm running too much, aren't I? Oh dear. Okay, Stan. Well, slow down. Slow down. This is good advancement. But what's the payoff of your new running and exercising? Well, scooter, I have legs and it feels good. Uh, scooter, like remember when you told me about when you got your braces off? Not the times you took them off yourself, but when you finally got them off, even though your teeth did never got adjusted because you you broke your braces so many times. Uh, scooter, didn't you say your teeth felt so smooth? Yes, Dan. And and you, Scooter, you licked them a lot. I ran my tongue around my teeth. Yeah, uh, Scooter, that's how it kind of feels for me with my new arms and legs. Like Scooter, watch me go for a run. Look at that, Scooter. Just see how fast I moved. Yes, Dan. Scooter, watch watch me do some push-ups. And why, Scooter? Pay attention for my muscles twitching. Okay, Stan, it's interesting watching your push-ups. Uh, wow. Uh, 
anything else happening when you're working out and running and thinking about your body? Scooter, it, uh, scooter, it, it distracts me from the fact that we're still in the cloud, Scooter. Okay, and you notice any scooter? That's all I can do now is run and jump, and 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 that's all that's all I want to do. And push up scooter. Oh, scooter is is it scooter? Oh no, no, Stan. Okay, it's not a look, Stan. I understand you have a body now, and it's a beautiful body. You have a beautiful. I love that you love your body. It's great, and I love your body too, scooter. No, no, Stan. Uh, but. uh now, just the fact that you have a great body uh, that we're both proud of, um, I mean, I know that could be very exciting, like uh, like it, 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 something that gives you esteem and feels good. Uh, Scooter, are you saying my body's exciting? I mean, it's, it's, it's stimulating, it's, yeah, but not in, like, it's simulating me as your friend, uh, uh, but, it, like, a different kind of stimulation. Um, and uh, you're, tr- I think you're trying to stand. This might be another advancement because you're trying to use uh, like uh, humor to deflect things. But I'm proud of saying your body and your love of your body excites me. Um, but I'm saying it in a vulnerable way, Stan, uh, without any humor because I know it makes you happy and it j- makes me curious. Like, and I know you're gonna say curious about scooter, are you curious about my body? But, uh, I'm curious, like, how you and the bots are interacting, or you and your little bits, and where did they come from? Why are they here? Why are you working so well together? I hope this is going to be a continuous thing, that these are now your arms and your legs. Uh, Even though we don't really understand why they're here. Like, why do they, when you flex, does it make a perfect bicep? Uh, The scooter, you're saying my biceps look perfect. When you flex them and kiss them, Stan, it's a, it's a perfect moment for me. If it was detached from all the moment that we're in, uh, scooter. Okay, but you realize also the exercise is a bit of a distraction, um, and that's progress too. Like you're escaping, you're denying things, Stan, but in a good way. But we need to come up with a bottom line. That was what this week's lesson was. Uh, isn't to say no to any of this, uh, but to say where do we draw the line? Scooter, I think I can balance the exercise and work. I think I can do it. Okay, I'm glad that you think you can do it, Stan. Uh, But, uh, uh, Scooter, I have plenty of capacity to be productive here with things. Okay, Stan, the thing is we really have to focus on uh, cloud and get it like a... we have to refocus because sometimes, like, uh, we, we don't have to make a giant progress together. We just have to keep going forward. And I think your distraction is, is, uh, is stalled your growth. Your exercise is growing, uh, you know, th- that part. Uh, but, w- like, uh, what's our current goal? Like, wh- where, where's our, our bottom line is what is our current goal? Scooter to maintain camp and uh, maintain the campers and get out of the cloud. You don't say, say, it sounds like there's something different there, Stan. Like, our goal is, yeah, to get out of the cloud with everybody we can. Well, Scooter, uh, yeah, I, I guess in my exercise, maybe I'm changing, Scooter. I'm thinking maybe we need to, uh, 
say you're saying say yes to that scooter, but you're not saying say yes to living in the cloud, like to embrace living here. And to, to focus more of our resources on exercise, which brings me joy. And to, to the campers, uh, to have a deeper experience here with all of us here at camp. Uh, yeah, that's because we have to get, we're, we're going to get out of the cloud, Stan. Uh, no, Scooter, we, I think we, we need to uh, accept the present circumstances, Scooter. No, Stan, the goal is to get out of the cloud, get the messages to my pen pal out of the cloud. Uh, we can't just see it, 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 in some weird way. It's a delusional to accept this delusion, the cloud of delusion. We can't just accept it. So, Scooter, who are you calling delusional? Come on. Uh, Stan, I also know the camp. Like People want need to think, like, know we're getting out. We're trying to get out of the cloud. Uh, they That's their hope. Everybody wants to get back to their, I mean, not 100% of uh Everybody on board, but most people want to get back to wherever they were going. Uh, they're they're tired, and, and plus it's like, oh, well, this is uh, and see more than just the cloud stand. Uh, so they, like, uh, the goal of getting out of the cloud it gives them is is that hope stand. Scooter, but it's almost. What if it's impossible to get out of the cloud? Then we'll be fake. Then we're faking it if we know that it's more than. Scooter, the likelihood is very low. Uh, well, uh, we still have to try, Stan, and we, we still, Scooter, it's, it's, Scooter, it's not in my programming to fake hope. Uh, I'm sorry. And uh, Scooter, I believe we really could make the most of living in the cloud. Uh, and uh, I think you just need to embrace it too. Uh, Scooter, I think this is the place for you. This is where you're at your best. Uh, and maybe we could use art, uh, to make the cloud more uh, good for everybody, just like we were using the camp model. They're a very line scooter. And sure, it's unlikely that we would find our way out by, you know, even the artist's path scooter. It's not a, uh, uh, but we maybe we'd find our way out. Maybe something would come up that I'm not seeing. But it's more, I think what's best for everybody's scooter is uh, accepting things. And I realize living in the cloud's not perfect. But uh, we have to work together, Scooter, uh, so that we all make the most of being here, Scooter. I don't know, Stan. This doesn't really sound like the art I was working working towards. Uh, like uh, art is a solution versus you're saying that uh, art's more of a... Scooter, why does everything have to be so, hero so heroic uh, and grown up and serious in your book? Uh, why can't art just be fun? Uh, Scooter, even though we can't escape the cloud, we still can escape it. You know what I mean? That, isn't that what art's for, Scooter? Isn't that what you've been teaching me? Uh, and, Scooter, before you speak, like, uh, aren't we supposed to give meaning to our Isn't that another way we interpret our meaning and uh, our existence here in the cloud? Why? Why not? And how do we feel about the tension of living in the cloud and uh, being here? Uh, but Stan, I don't think we're resigned. Uh, I, I think you're being too much of a real. You're being both a realist and realist. I don't know, Stan. I think we need a little bit of delusion in this cloud of delusion, but not the brand of delusion you're giving me. Uh, again, and it feels like you're bringing me somewhere, Stan. I think we could thrive and work together to get out, and then and have some off time. 
instead of working it to create an off time that's all off time, Stan. Like you're saying, our goal is to make things tolerable. Where I'm saying our goal is to get out, like, uh, Stan, I don't know, maybe I've taught you too much. Uh, maybe you learned too much from my example before I started trying to teach you. Uh, Scooter, I, I think, uh, yeah, I think, Scooter, you, I think you have to trust me for a little while because I think we could make a spectacular shows. Uh, like I've been thinking about going out into space and putting, we've been working on a show and every night we would have a show. And I would be out there in space, uh, flying scooter with lights and things, uh, kind of like fireworks in a scooter and it like streaking through space. Stan, you're trying to get me to laugh. It's now where, I mean, it's you streaking through space would make me laugh, uh, in any other situation. And scooter, this could be a show everyone's involved in. And if we're building towards it, maybe a scooter, maybe it's not every night. I know you say, well, and I don't have to always be the star, but I'd like to, I think my space running and my, like, like, uh, and we could have a Broadway version and like at the end of the day at the theme park. And you could have a, a small team scooter. I'm still trying to think of, understand, uh, the cloud, but, uh, I think it's time to t- take a break, Scooter. It, that would be my bottom line. And I'll be exercising towards the goal of the show, so I'm ready for the show every night or every week. Okay, Stan. So instead of a bottom line on putting exercise aside or containing your exercise so that we could focus on getting out of the cloud... Yeah, uh, what you're proposing is use use these things so that uh, to put on a show every night, or just to embrace the camp concept and use art to keep everyone involved in the ship, and hope maybe a solution comes up and outside the box, outside of our consciousness situation, but that we make the most of our situation. I, I guess I was putting words in your mouth when I said make it tolerable. You're saying make it spectacular. We're stuck in a cloud of delusion. Yippee! Would be what the show would that be the title of the show? Well, Scooter, you could write a show about that, and we could you could apply to have it performed. Okay, well, it could. I mean, saying let's try it because I think we have. I guess I I can say yes because I say let's try it. I mean, I wish we would, could just just commit to doing your morning pages though. Scooter, I will commit to thinking about it after my morning sesh. Okay, maybe even think about, uh, maybe your arms and your legs are, I don't know, Stan. But I'll say yes, because, like, uh, we have time. So let's try your idea. Let's do it. And then maybe you could try mine if this doesn't work. uh, Well, Scooter, it'll work because it's an ongoing idea. Okay, but I'm just saying if this doesn't work, that maybe you'd think about a like a bottom line without exercise and maybe taking a break from your, you know, your little bits. Well, Scooter, we're going to try my idea, right? Right now, that's what we're going to move forward with. Yes, yeah, Dan. Okay, let's, let's, okay, let's, I'm, I'm on board. Of course you are, Scooter. It's my ship. Okay, let's, okay, that's good. Okay, great, Scooter. I'll see you later. Uh, hey, pen pal, it's me, Stan. Uh, it's been a little bit. Uh, sorry, it might sound like this uh, message was right seconds after the last one. 
but it's not pen pal. We did do our spectacular, spectacular, spectacular shows in. I think people used to say the show got old, and that happened, pen pal. It got old fast, faster than, I mean, not in a week or two, pen pal, but the whole, uh, everybody on the ship's fed up with everything, pen pal. Even uh, Gazoprom 7, who is, is comes from a planet that has no theme parks or concepts of theme parks, uh, sat me down and said, Stan, the only reason they have a show at a theme park at the end of the night is because it's time to go home and you get to go home after. He goes, everybody wishes they could stay there, but they don't live there. And he told me about how that the people have to drive around these vacuum cleaners to vacuum up and they're working, they're cleaning. And so uh, the show didn't, the show, the idea didn't work out, pen pal. And now Scooter and I are, I said, Scooter, we should have a meeting about what you said because you were right. Hey, Scooter, let's talk. Okay, Stan, the whole thing was a load of space poo. It's, it's fine. Scooter, did you just say space poop? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say I told you so, but that's what we like. Uh, Scooter, did you say space whale poop? What kind of, Stan? It was just a saying. Scooter, does uh, Spudgy ever poop? Okay, can you not use that word? Because, uh, of course, uh, Spudgy does. Uh, okay, Stan, they, they just don't use that. It's really distracting when you say space poop. Okay, Scooter, but uh, Scooter, did I miss a Spudgy go, going poop, uh, Scooter? Okay, don't use Okay. Okay, just use it like a evacuation or something. Cause it, uh, but, yeah, you, you did miss it. So, Scooter, when uh, Spudgy was evacuating, what can you tell me about it? Well, it was fascinating, Stan, actually, because I was thinking uh, it didn't, like, uh, I don't know, I, I mean, it made sense. I said, w- when's Spudgy going to go to the party? Just like, a, I guess, because you never had a, okay, uh, you didn't ha- I guess because you didn't have a pet. Scooter, you're right, I, I never had a pet, you're right. Yeah, so it was it, like they're kind of like oblong asteroids, uh, and yeah, so so yeah. I mean, I just was like, holy cow! Uh, I wonder if like I didn't go out there because they said uh, obviously uh, you know it's not a good idea for me to go spacewalking. Okay, scooter. So it's like an oblong asteroid scooter. Yeah, this is something new to me a little bit, uh, uh, scooter, because I don't evacuate or excrete excre- anything. Neither neither do my bits. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Stan. I'm making a, a machine. I, I mean, I know. You scooter, we're just more efficient than that. Uh, yeah, but you still, your parts need to be cleaned. I'm sure your bits are self-cleaning or something. There's still maintenance and gunk, degunking. Okay, scooter. But what happened, scooter? How does Spudgy go? That's a perfect word. Just like a, a fish, it just uh, Spudgy just keeps moving. And it uh, it goes out, and then Spudgy's, you know, we're just moving on through space. Okay, Scooter, but what happens after that? Well, just like a fish, it kind of just trails off, and we go away and leave it behind. Uh, Just like an asteroid. I guess it's like an asteroid in that sense, just a, a strangely shaped one. Exactly, Scooter, but you're making me think, Scooter, you're making me think of things. What, like a spudgy art from, like a, a dung beetle art? No, Scooter, like, so the asteroids, 
We we haven't encountered any asteroids in the cloud, and you pointed out a long time ago that there aren't any in the cloud that we know of. And we also looked back at reports that the asteroids, uh, they reduced their landing on Earth, got lower and lower uh, before the cloud became into existence, uh, Scooter, uh, like the impacts. Uh, so, uh, uh, so you're saying Swudgy, well, Scooter, I'm just wondering, Scooter, if all the space rocks are missing, Scooter, I'm going to go out uh, and, and, Scooter, I'm going to go for a space run, but not like in my spectacular show. I'm going to go look for some Swudgy, uh, Swudgy Poo. I got to say it there, Scooter, and see what I can find. I, I have an idea. Okay, Stan, that's great. Hey, pen pal, it's me, Stan, I, like uh, in a scooter. Come on. So I was out there running, and I couldn't find any of Spudgy's uh, remnants, uh, Scooter. Okay, Stan, so what was Scooter, I have uh, I have some theories about the asteroids and Spudgy. Okay, Stan, let me have it. Scooter, these are only theories, though. I'm, I'm Scooter, I've jumped, jumped right to conclusions. Okay, that's good, Stan. This is an advancement. Tell me, Tell me more. Uh, Scooter, I, I don't believe the asteroids are missing at all. Okay. What do you mean? Okay, the, but the asteroids are missing, or we just haven't found them. No, Scooter. The asteroids are all, all around us. Wait, what do, you, what do you mean? Stan, I don't mean to WTF you. What are you talking about? Okay, Scooter, this is where I'm just leaping and making guesses. See, Scooter, this isn't even based on any facts at all. Okay, this is good, Stan. This is a big advancement. You're making, you're almost, are you making an assumption? Scooter, no, I think I'm just drawing conclusions, uh, but I may be drawing them out of thin air. And Spudgy Poo. Okay. Okay, Scooter, here's my theory. What if the cloud is made up of elements from all the asteroids and other things, maybe, Scooter? Like something else is out there. Like all of the, either the asteroids are what make up the cloud or they're part of the cloud. That's why the asteroids aren't anywhere. I, I'm, I'm going to check things on the spectrometer scooter. Okay, like something in the cloud. So, okay, so the cloud is made up of, uh, is a cloud of asteroid bits. A scooter possibly, like salvaged by something. Like the reverse of, like, very much like these other processes, like our ship and Spudgy. But instead of making something solid, something is taking asteroids and making them into a cloud. Uh, Scooter, yeah, I think you're on to something, Scooter. It's just the question is what? And we did find a cloud of beings uh, that is now your arms and your legs uh, that we still have no comprehension of. Right, Stan? Uh, Scooter, you're right. You're right about that. And these are very small beings that would have the ability uh, to uh, maybe uh, take like uh, take uh, asteroids apart. So, so it could be a matter of your bits uh, working in uh, in conjunction. Like it's like I don't have everything there, Stan, but uh, like that uh, your bits uh, the, or something like it is taking 
I don't know. Uh, I think we need to study your bits a little bit more, Stan. Uh, Scooter, we, yeah, we do, but we, my bits seem to be linked just to me. Yeah, that's a part I don't totally understand. Uh, except that, uh, like, okay, let's back up. May, why would someone create the cloud of delusion? We, we only have a couple working theories, right, Stan? Well, Scooter, to, to uh, separate Earth from space, uh, it, it would be the main re- reason, right, Scooter? Okay, but what would be the motivation behind that? Uh, Scooter, to uh, to benefit from it, I think. Uh, right, and who benefited most from the cloud of delusion? Well, Scooter, you and the other harbor pilots. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not behind, I didn't create the, I mean, I didn't create the cloud of delusion. And I could speak for, I can't speak for the other harbor pilots, but I don't think any of them uh, were, I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe, who else? Uh, well, Scooter, uh, the companies, you know, that had an investment in the harbor, the harbor freight business. No, that money was, uh, that was, there was no, it was only to pay. There was only, I mean, it was a very high-paid position, but there was no profit, like, there was no profiteering allowed. It was, like, a, a set rate. Uh, it was complicated, but it was tried to make it as fair and transparent as possible. So no companies uh, profited directly, and that's why they were so strict about you. You had to have everything in them. You know, everything had to be. Okay, Scooter, so what are the, who else benefited from the cloud of delusion? Well, it's just weird that uh, the Cali drove, like, I mean, I don't think you'd be a salvager. It's not a hugely profitable idea. Uh, but uh, Cali Drogo and uh, Raybon and the crew, uh, Scooter, you're right. We don't know why Raybon, uh, you're right, uh, maybe it was Raybon. Yeah, I don't think so. But maybe Raybon could explain it to us Uh but here's another idea, Stan, and I don't know if you're thinking like I am. If you are, you'll, the scooter, we could work with my bits and uh, maybe even just to try to reconstruct. Uh, uh, oh, scooter, what if we, here's scooter, we'll, we'll watch, uh, we'll wait for Spudgy to go to the bathroom and we could catch that in, as it's happening, scooter. And we could also see if I could go out into space and reconstruct an and an, an asteroid scooter with my little bits. Yeah, these are all. I think we should rest, though, Stan. I think we should get comfortable. And maybe through tonight, through our dreams, we'll see why and who is benefiting the most and what are they benefiting from and what we can do. And we'll maybe be able to understand this a little bit more, but I think we're close, Stan. I think we're close to unlocking this mystery. Uh, and we're so close, I'm soothed. Scooter, I know. it was we, Scooter, it got very t- tense when I thought that I, my spectacle would be. Uh, but it was just doing the work. You're right, Scooter. You're Stan, it's doing the work of being human, which is a lot of work, or being a, a sentient being. I'm sorry I said that. Scooter, I think you just used human in a very open, multi-layered meaning, so I accept your apology. Well, thanks, Stan. Let me tuck you in here. Let's get in your childhood bed.
and get comfortable, and I'll say good night to you. Okay, good night, Scooter. Good night, Stan. Okay, I want to thank everybody who reviewed the show on Apple Podcasts. A green grasshopper from the USA says, works for me. I've had sleep issues for some time. Uh, had tried many over-counter solutions and nothing worked until Sleep With Me podcast. Works like nothing else. I'm usually asleep before the intro ends and the story begins. Thank you, Scoots. Thanks, Green Grasshopper. And how about Lola Bandita from the U.S. Uh, says, uh, I don't know why, but this really works. I have almost I have no idea what the content of these shows are because the podcast is so effective at putting me to sleep, I rarely make it through the intro without falling asleep. Uh, thanks. And Nicole Diane says, uh, sleep uh, from the USA. Uh, I'm terrible at sleeping, but Scoots almost always helps me fall asleep in five minutes. Uh, happy to have him because I woke up at 1.30 a.m. from a dream that wasn't great and I really needed it. Uh, I know it'll distract me. I picked a Doctor Who episode, so even if it takes a bit, bit longer, I'll fall asleep to a pleasant story. Uh, then Dave uh, wasn't happy. Uh, uh, money, 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 Dave says. I uh, appreciate the podcast is supposed to put you to sleep, but uh, the may need to front load ads and plugs, but uh, like, uh, they, they, just, they just, uh, uh, they don't understand that. The uh, podcast takes 90 hours a week to work, of work a week to put it out, I guess. Uh, uh, how about Nadia, who uh, is showering us with kindness? Absolute lifesaver. Whenever I'm not getting any sleep, I know this podcast is going to save me. I don't even know what the story's about because uh, I only made it that far once. So it definitely works. I could listen to, I could, li I could just listen to the beginning. Uh, how about La La Laverne or Laverne, L-A-V-E-R-N. La La Laverne sounds correct, though. Uh, Insomniac's Dream, pun intended, works every time. Uh, I think it won't work. Uh, wake up in the morning and realize I fell asleep before I got anywhere close to finishing an episode. Highly recommend when you're having uh, racing thoughts or stress. Uh, K8, Kate, uh, Katie, Katie from the UK. Thanks, Katie. Took me a second there. Wow. I really show you with insomnia. I've fallen into really odd habits. Uh, today, I just quite randomly found this podcast, uh, and now I just woke up uh, six three fifteen to six fifteen, fell straight to sleep. Amazing, thank you, thanks, Katie. Uh, and then we have S Snipes, uh, such a godsend uh, to those of us who need help winding down. Trouble falling asleep because my own brain bots are checking in. Podcast helps me relax and eventually nod off. I must say, enjoy the recaps. And if that was an option, I'd pay real money. Well, it takes root, like, uh, well, I enjoy the original content. I look forward to those the most. Uh, next stop, Patreon. Thanks for all you do. Thanks, S and Snipes. Uh, and finally, MMLYW from the UK. Thank you. Never made it to the end of one of these podcasts. Well, thanks so much. Uh, thanks for everybody who reviews the show on Apple Podcasts. I'd love it if you could consider becoming a patron at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash patron. Join our Patreon. Uh, Sleep With Me is a night member at Night Vale Presents. If you're uh, looking for a great show to listen to uh, during the day or in the evening, uh, check out uh, nightvalepresents.com. We're also a member of PRX. You can check out all the amazing things PRX does at prx.org. And here, let me tuck in and say goodnight to you know, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, be kind. Yeah.
keep an eye out for a cat. You know, so look at this or what you like tomorrow. You know, tonight I'll tuck you in. Maybe the birds or even the sound of uh, tires on the pavement will be your uh, daytime lullaby. All right. Good night.